Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, esteemed family, depending on where you are connected from. I want to welcome everyone to another session of Inspired by the World Global Times of Devotion with the Lord. And with ourselves as brethren, first I'd like to thank our highly esteemed sister Amara Kumar and esteemed co-host for the opportunity to lead today's intercessory prayer. The prayer points have been posted on the chat group. Let's continue follow through today as we continue to pray for expecting mothers and those praying for the fruit of the womb. And our scripture reading will be from Exodus chapter 23, verse 26. New King James Version translation I read. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. Esteem family, we're going to pray fervently in tongues of the Spirit for expecting mothers and those expecting the fruit of their wombs, insisting that their bodies will comply as God designed them to and would carry their babies to full time and none of them shall lose their babies or miscarry. Declare that the babies will be healthy and sound with no sickness or any underlying disorder and they would enjoy their pregnancy with no complications. Declare that there is no barren or infertile among the inspired by the world family, and their expectations will not be cut short. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Esteemed families, kindly unmute and mic and begin to pray fervently in the spirit using the above prayer points. Every father will come before you, Makali asking that your word of our marriage will come to pass. You said, No shall be buried in the land. We bless your name for even though it seems like things are not working in different marriages, we in inspired by the word of confidence that you are perfecting everything behind the scene. You said, Children are your heritage and a gift from you today, as I have for their own gifts, having the understanding that you don't withhold any good things from your children. Bless every marriage with your own children. Malika Rahani Brabuzita Yada, correct any disorder in their body. 
body, low spine car issues in the ovary, fallopian tube, womb, strengthen their bones and body in general to be able to carry a baby. For when they conceive, Lord, empower them to carry the pregnancy for the future in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for answering our prayer. For in Jesus, the most beautiful name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Hamarakman, esteemed co-host, for the opportunity to lead. Thank you, esteemed family, for being part of today's intercessory prayer. Thank you for the changes you are causing around the world. Thank you, esteemed prayer team, for the sacrifice and labor of love. God bless you. Right now, I will hand over to praise and worship team for the next section. Do enjoy the rest of the devotion. God bless you. Over to you, praise and worship team. <laughs> From the day that I was born to this moment that I am grown, all I've seen is your love and your faithfulness. Every step that I have taken, every move that I am making, Lord, it is your mighty hand guiding me through. From the day that I was born, to this moment that I am grown, all I've seen is your love and your faithfulness. Yeah. Every step that I have taken, every move that I am making, Lord, it is your mighty hand guiding me through. Oh, Lord, I'm grateful. You have been faithful. You fill my heart with your love. And I'm so grateful, oh Lord, I'm grateful, for you have been faithful, you fill my life with your love, and I'm so grateful. Oh, Lord, I'm grateful. You have been faithful. Oh, Lord, you fill my heart with your love. And I'm so grateful. Oh, Lord, I'm grateful.
faithful, Lord, you have been faithful, and you fill my life with your love, and I'm so grateful, Shale Baraganemaya. I'm so grateful that you are my God. I'm so grateful that you know my name. Lord, I'm grateful that you saved my life. Lord, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you are my God. I'm so grateful that you know my name. Lord, I'm grateful that you saved my life. Lord, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you are my God. I'm so grateful that you know my name. I am. Lord, I'm grateful that you saved my life. Lord, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful that you are my God. I'm so grateful that you know my name. Lord, I'm grateful that you saved my life. Lord, I'm so grateful. Oh, Lord, I'm grateful. You have been faithful. Yes, Lord, you fill my heart with your love. And I'm so grateful. Sata in Tilipasun Tilipro Kasun Tilibaro City by O Balavro City Bali Vrakosi in Tilibrasun Tilivro City by Kasun Tilibaya. You filled our lives with your love and we are so grateful. We are grateful to you, O God. You are the source of our lives. Father, O God, we are grateful to you, O God. Oh, for you love us with an everlasting love. We are grateful to you, O God, for who you are to us, for what you are doing in us, through us, with us, and by us. Oh, we are so grateful to you. We are so grateful to you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Marco City, Lebra Sunte, Yikasunde Libaya. Oh, for you have granted us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you. Oh, you have granted us insight into mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of you. We have the knowledge of the kingdom. We have the knowledge of God. We have insight into the mysteries and the deep and intimate knowledge of God. We are grateful, O oh God. And as we study your word today, we declare that the eyes of our spirit is flooded with light. We know and understand the hope to which you have called us. We have an understanding of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And we walk in the glory of your 
grace. Oh, we have divine excellence. We are excellent. Your word puts us through the divine excellence. We walk in excellence in the name of the Lord Jesus. We walk in perfection. We walk in glory. We live in glory because we know what to do and we know how to do it. Thank you, sweet Holy Spirit. As you instruct us today, our spirit is open to receive from you. We thank you, Abba Father. In Jesus' matchless name, we have prayed. Amen. Glory to God. Oh, hallelujah. 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 <laughs> Oh, glory be to God forever. Oh, glory be to God. and esteem prayer team team of today's devotional and our theme book of chapter 10 verse Okay. Um Dr. Carol seemed to have an issue with her network. Um so I'll just um step in at this 
time. Praise God. Thank you so much. And um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone in the family. Always a blessing to fellowship with us. Praise God. Um, so we're just going to reviewing the article together. And the title of today's um, devotional article is A Call to Action. Our opening text is taken from Romans 10 and verse 9. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. When we preach the message of salvation, the sinners, when we preach the message of salvation to sinners, we must give them the opportunity to act their faith and receive salvation. There must be a call to action. If we don't give them an opportunity to act their faith on the message, the seed sown in their hearts could be lost. Satan could steal it from their hearts. Matthew 13, 18 to 19. The proof that the seed of God's word has taken root in someone's heart is their response and action of faith. Until a person responds in faith, it can be said that they have not truly heard the word. When the word is truly heard, it produces faith within the individual. You know, um, at this point, you might want to also review your journey, especially those of us here in Inspired by the Word. The Word of God comes to us on a daily basis. For instance, it's been a season of love work. And I hope you know that your love will be tested in this period. Your love is going to be tested. It's going to be tested in your place of work. It's going to be tested by your staff members and employees and employers. It's going to be tested by family members. It's going to be tested by your spouse. <laughs> it's going to be tested by your children. And by now, you have come to a place where you understand this love. Because it is the love that Jesus had, that God had, that he gave to us. You see, the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. We can love like God loves. And every day we have seen this love of God. It's unconditional. It's unfailing. It's endless. It never wears out. It never gives up. Of course, 1 Corinthians 13 explains a lot of it. So my question to you, in this journey of love work, today is day 19. What has it produced in you? One of the things about love work is that you become more patient. You become more patient, one. 
the things that used to easily offend you before is either you don't get easily offended as much as before or you don't even get offended anymore. There has to be something. Your response and action of faith. And let me let me also say this. Don't think that um, it's going, it might happen suddenly. It also depends on your level of work with God. There are those who have so worked with the word that when it comes to the time to adjust, it's swift, it's it's immediate. They die to emotions, they die to feelings, and they agree with the word. Where are you? Where are you in all of this? So it says, until a person responds in faith. Until a person responds in faith. It can, it can be said that they have not truly heard the word. Have you heard the word of love walk in this month of October? 19 days have your love work improved. When the word is truly heard, it produces faith within the individual. Have you come to have faith in God's love for you? Or do you still feel worthless? Do you still feel less of yourself? Do you still feel uncomfortable in your own skin? Have you gotten to that point where nothing happens that makes you feel that God is so angry with you? Oh, brothers and sisters, during your love world, Pastor told us the story of King Ahab and then King Manasseh. Oh, that thing. If you know what it did to me, what it impressed on me. Do you know what it means for it to be said that the sins of Manasseh were worse were more than the things of the people that God drove away. And I ask you, brothers and sisters, if Manasseh, in all his wickedness and sins, would pray to God, and God would hear him, and God would restore him, and God would help him, and God would look upon him with favor. Oh, brothers and sisters, what have you done? What have you done that is as bad as King Ahab. Then what have you done that is as terrible as what King Manasseh did? King Manasseh were one of those ones who caused their children to walk through the fire. She is God you are serving and you made one mistake or the other. Manasseh did not follow God. He did everything wicked against God. You, you love God. You, you are following God. You, you believe in God. You made one mistake and you want to kill yourself. Brothers and sisters, wake up to the love of God. Wake up. Yesterday, God told us. He said, I'm not looking for an opportunity to punish you. I'm committed to you in love. Jeremiah 3, 21b. Is it 21 or 12? He said, I'm committed to you in love. It's telling you that everything about my action is love. You know, yesterday I was meditating on the grace of God and uh, uh, I was reading a commentary and he talked about how that grace is expressed in mercy and goodness. In the grace of God, we received mercy. Mercy. Mercy for everything. Past wrong, present wrong, even future wrong. 
the mercy of God has already covered it. Then in the grace of God, we received goodness. There's not only mercy, there's not only pardon, there's goodness. Brothers and sisters, all that God wants to do you is good. All that God wants to do to you is good. All that God wants to do for you is good. Have confidence in God's love for you, no matter what happens. And don't walk by feelings. Don't walk by the feelings that may condemn you in your mind. If your mind condemns you, God has not condemned you. Go and check it is in the scriptures. Apostle Paul was writing to the church. He said, don't feel condemned. But just in case your mind is condemning you, God is greater than your mind. God does not condemn you. Have confidence in this God's love. It's unfailing. It's unconditional. It's endless. And it doesn't waver. When the word is truly heard, it produces faith within the individual. Faith comes by hearing Romans 10, 17. And faith is the response of the human spirit to the word of God. So your response, the response is so important. It's the same way we minister to the sick. Take what Paul did in Lystra as an example. A man who had been born crippled since birth listened intently to Paul's teaching. The Bible says Paul perceived that the man had faith to be healed. Do you have faith to walk in love? I'm bringing it home. It's not so much what the article is talking about, but I want you to be able to relate with it based on what God is doing in your life at this time. Paul perceived that the man had faith to be healed. He looked, he locked eyes with him and then commanded, stand up on your feet. The man jumped to his feet and walked gloriously. Brothers and sisters, if you would respond to the love walk, the call to walk in love, it will amaze you how th that trouble of 30 years would suddenly be, be destroyed. That trouble of 25 years, that matter of 20 years will suddenly be changed. Like this man, he's been crippled since birth. Now he's an adult. Now he's an adult. Now he's an adult. It's been years. It's been decades. But he heard the word and then he responded in faith and he stood up on his feet. He jumped and he walked and he was gloriously healed. That heart can be healed. That pain can be healed. That betrayal that has lingered on and caused resentment and bitterness in your heart can be healed. Oh yes, there's justification for all that was done to you. It's okay for you to be offended. It's okay for you to be angry. It's okay for you to be bitter. But would you respond? Would you respond to the word or you respond to the flesh? The man jumped up gloriously and walked. Walk, walk today, walk in love. Arise and walk, jump up, jump out of that problem, jump out of that hurt, jump out of that hatred, jump out of that anger, jump out of that resentment and walk gloriously in love. Be healed of that pain. There's someone here. You've been so hot, the pain has become physical now, like you can feel it in your physical heart. You are healed in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You just respond in faith this morning.
in ministering to people, be it the sinner, the sick, the oppressed, or the depressed, we must provide clear instructions for their faith to be activated. Don't just preach the word and leave them wondering what next to do. Put them through and let them act their faith on the words they've received. Even now, while reading this, if you've never been born again, turn to the prayer of salvation on page 76. Pray that prayer, mean it with all your heart, and immediately you'll be saved, translated into the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Go to page 76. Somebody here needs to pray that prayer. Somebody here needs to give their life to Christ. Somebody here needs to rededicate their life to Christ. Whichever category you fall into, the prayer is for you. Praise God. So you say with me, you say, oh, Lord God. I believe with all my heart in Jesus Christ, son of the living God. I believe he died for me. And God raised him from the dead. I believe he's alive today. I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord of my life. From this day, through him and in his name, I have eternal life. I'm born again. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for saving my soul. I'm now a child of God. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, Whatever the matter is, you have moved, you have moved, you have moved. And this month, this month, brothers and sisters, the, the, message, the, the, the scripture for two days ago, it says that love is the perfection of all things. Some of you, certain things have started, but it needs to be perfected. Love is the perfection of all things. Walk in love. Walk in love. Walk in love during your love. What Pastor was telling us about the nature of God's love, that He He's just even to the wicked, giving them an opportunity to repent. Walk in love. That one who has shown you wickedness for the past 10 years, between now and the end of the month, give if you have to give something to them every day, do it. You say they are not there. Send a time, send money to their account, send a gift. Just do it. Is an act of faith. Shower love on that person. The one that has been wicked to you the most. The one that has been resentful to you the most. The one that has expressed all the hatred and all the anger towards you the most. You retaliate with love. Retaliate with love. And watch God move dramatically on your behalf. I'll hand over to esteem Pastor Ini at this moment. I'll be back. God bless you. Thank you, Lord, for the Rhapsody of Righteous Servant. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are connecting from. We are going over to the Bible study segment for today's devotion, and I'll start with the further studies of the Rhapsody of Realities. Praise the Lord. James 1, 22. But ye be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, receiving your own selves. James 2, 17. Even so, faith, if it had not worked, is dead, being alone. At 14.8, and there sat a certain man at Nistra, impotent in his feet, being a cripple from his mother's womb, who never had walked. The same head paused, speak, who steadfastly beholding him, and perceiving that he had faith to be healed, said with a loud voice, Stand upright on that feet. And he leaped and walked. Praise the Lord. Please, let's take the prayer together. Dear Father, 
your word is life to me. And as I hear and receive your word, I'm compelled to respond because I'm a doer of the word. My faith prevails as I walk in the consciousness of all the deaths, burial, resurrection, and ascension of Jesus Christ consummated for me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are going over to the New Testament reading for today's devotion, and we just enter the new book, 1 Timothy chapter 1. we we'll start from 1 to 20. Praise God. I, Paul, am an apostle on special assignment for Christ, our living hope. Under God, our Savior's command, I'm writing this to you, Timothy, my son, in the faith. All the best from our God and Christ be yours. Caption, self-appointed experts on life. On my way to the province of Macedonia, I advised you to stay in Ephesus. Well, I haven't changed my mind. Stay right there on top of things so that the teaching stays on track. Apparently, some people have been introducing fantasy stories and fanciful family trees that digress into silliness instead of pulling the people back into the center, deepening faith and obedience. The whole point of what we are urging is simply love. Love uncontaminated by self-interest and counterfeit faith, a life open to God. Those who fail to keep to this point soon wander off into dead ends of gossip. They set themselves up as experts on religious issues, but having the remotest idea of what they are holding forth with such impossible eloquence. It's true that moral guidance and counsel need to be given, but the way you say it and how and to whom you say it's as important as to what you say. It's obvious, isn't it, that the law code isn't primarily for people who live responsibly, but for the irresponsible, who defy all authority, riding roughshod over God, life, sex, truth, whatever. They are cynical towards this great message. I've been put in charge of by this great God. I'm so grateful to Christ Jesus for making me adequate to do this work. He went out on a limb, you know, entrusting me with this ministry. The only credentials I brought to it were violence and witch hunts and arrogance. But I was treated mercifully because I didn't know what I was doing. Didn't know who I was doing it against. Grace mixed with faith and love poured over me and into me and all because of Jesus. Here's a word you can take to heart and depend on. Jesus Christ came into this world to save sinners and proof and proof, public sinner number one, of someone who would never have made it apart from sheer mercy. And now he shows me of evidence of his endless patience to those whom are right on the edge of trusting forever. Deep honor and bright glory to the King of all time, one God, immortal, visible, ever and always. Oh yes, I'm passing this work on to you, my son Timothy. The prophetic word that was directed to you prepared us for all this. All those prayers are coming together now. So you will do this well, fearless in your struggle, keeping a firm grip on your faith and on yourself. After all, this is a fight we are in. Here are some, you know, who by relaxing their grip and thinking anything goes, have made a wrong mess of their faith. Emmanuel and Alexander are two of them. 
I left them wonder of to Satan to be taught a lesson or two about no blaspheming. Praise the Lord. We've come to the end of today's New Testament reading. I want to say a big thank you to Saint Samaka for this opportunity. Do have a prolific day, everybody. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Old Testament segment for one year Bible reading plan. Thank you for being a part of this devotion. Thank you, esteemed Sister Maka. Thank you, everyone, for connecting. Today we're reading Jeremiah chapter 5 and 6. And the caption, Sins are piled sky high. Glory to God. Patrol Jerusalem streets. Look around. Take notes. Search the market squares. See if you can find one man, one woman, a single soul who does what is right and tries to live a true life. I want to forgive that person, God's decree. But if all they do is say, as sure as God lives, in other words, I swear to God, says they are nothing but a, but a bunch of liars. But you, God, you have an eye for truth, don't you? You hit them hard. Well, they didn't face them. You disciplined them, but they refused correction. Hard-headed, harder than rock. They wouldn't change. Then I said to myself, well, these are just poor people. They don't know any better. They were never taught anything about God. They never went to prayer meetings. I'll find some people from the best families. I'll talk to them. They will know what's going on, the way God works. They will know this core. Says, but they were no better. Rebels or off doing their own thing. Invaders are ready to pounce and kill. Like a mountain lion, a wilderness wolf, panthers on the prowl. The streets aren't safe anymore. And why? Because the people's sins are piled sky high. Their betrayers are past counting. Why should I even bother with you any longer? Your children wander off, leaving me. Taking up with gods that aren't even gods, I satisfied their deepest needs, and then they went off with the sacred horse, left me for orgies in sex shrines, a bunch of well-groomed, lusty stallions, each one pawing and snorting for his neighbor's wife. Do you think I'm going to stand around and do nothing? God's decree. Don't you think I'll take serious measures against a people like this? Verse 10, go down the rows of vineyards and rip out the vines, but not all of them. Leave a few. Prune back those vines. That growth, that growth didn't come from God. Hmm. They have betrayed me over and over again. Judah and Israel both, God's decree. They have spread lies about God. They have said there is nothing to him. Nothing bad will happen to us. Neither famine nor war will come our way. These prophets are all windbags. They speak nothing but nonsense. Therefore, this is what God said to me, God of the angel armies, because they have talked this way. They are going to eat those words. Watch now. I'm putting my words as fire in your mouth. And the people are a pile of kindling ready to go up in flames. Attention! I'm bringing a far-off nation against you, O house of Israel, God's decree. A solid nation, an ancient nation, a nation that speaks another language. You won't understand the word they say. 
when they aim their arrows, you are as good as dead. They are a nation of real fighters. They will clean you out of house and home, rob you of crops and children alike. They will feast on your sheep and cattle. Yes, strip your vines and fig trees and the fortresses that made you feel so safe, level with a stroke of the sword. Even then, as bad as it will be, God's decree, it will not be the end of the world for you. And when people ask, why did our God do all this to us? You must say to them, this is back on you. Just as you left me, served foreign gods in your own country. So now you must serve foreigners in their own country. Tell the house of Jacob this. Put out this bulletin in Judah. Listen to this. You scatterbrains, airheads, with eyes that see but don't really look, and ears that hear but don't really listen. Why don't you honor me? Why aren't you in awe before me? Yes, me, who made the shorelines to contain the ocean waters. I drew a line in the sand that cannot be crossed. Waves rolling but cannot get through. Breakers crash, but that is the end of them. But these people, what a people, uncontrollable, untamable runaways. It's never a cause to them to say, how can we honor our God with our lives? The God who gives rain in both spring and autumn and maintains the rhythm of the seasons, who sets aside time each year for harvest and keeps everything running smoothly for us. Of course you don't. Your bad behavior blinds you to all this. Your sins keep my blessings at a distance. Kida it says, but my people, verse 26, are infiltrated by wicked men, unscrupulous men on the hunt. They set traps for the unsuspecting. Their victims are innocent men and women. Their houses are stuffed with ill-gotten gain, like a hunter's bag full of birds, pretentious and powerful and rich, hugely obese, oily with rows of fat, worse, they have no conscience. Right and wrong mean nothing to them. They stand for nothing, stand up for no one, throw offense to the wolves, exploit the poor. Do you think I would stand by and do nothing about this God's decree? Do you think I would take don't you think I would take serious measures against a people like this? Mm, verse 30. Unspeakable sickening. What has happened in this country? Prophets preach lies and priests hire on as the assistants. And my people love it. They eat it up. But what will you do when it is time to pick up the pieces? Hmm. Chapter 6, A City Full of Lies. It's a caption. Glory to God. Oh, run for your lives, children of Benjamin. Get out of Jerusalem and now give a blast on the ram's horn in blast field. Send up smoke signals from smoke town. Doom pours out of the north, massive terror. I have likened my dear daughter Zion to a lovely meadow. Well, now shepherds from the north have discovered her and brought in their flocks of soldiers. They have pitched camp all around her and planned where they will graze and then prepare to attack. The fight is on. To arms, we will strike at noon. Oh, it's too late. Day is dying. Evening shadows are upon us. Well... Up anyway, who we attack by night and tear apart her defenses stone by stone. Verse 6 God of the angel armies gave the orders chop down her trees, build a siege ramp against Jerusalem, 
a city full of brutality, bursting with violence. Yes, just as a well holds a good supply of water, she supplies wickedness nonstop. The streets, the streets echo the cries, violence, rape, victims bleeding and mourning lie all over the place. You are in deep trouble, Jerusalem. You have pushed me to the limit. You are on the brink of being wiped out, being turned into a ghost town. More orders from God of the angel armies. Time is up. Harvest the grapes for judgment. Salvage what is left of Israel. Go back over the vines. Pick them clean. Every last grape. I've got something to save us then. Is anybody listening? I have a warning to post. Will anyone notice? It is hopeless. Their ears are stuffed with wax. Deaf as a post. Blind as a bat. It is hopeless. They have tuned out God. Hi. They don't want to hear from me. But I'm busting with the wrath of God. I can't hold it in much longer. So dump it on the children in the streets. Let it lose on the gangs of youths. For no, one's at, for no one is exempt. Husbands and wives will be taken. The old and those ready to die. Their homes will be given away. All they own, even their loved ones. When I give the signal against all who live in this country, God's decree, everyone is after this, the dishonest dollar. Little people and big people alike, prophets and priests, and everyone in between, twist words and doctor truth. My people are broken, shattered, and they put on band-aids, saying it's not so bad. You will be just fine. But things are not just fine. Do you suppose they are embarrassed over this outrage? No, they have no shame. They don't even know how to blush. There is no hope for them. They have hit bottom and there's no getting up. As far as I am concerned, they are finished. God has spoken. Verse 16, God's message yet again. Go stand at the crossroads and look around. Ask for directions to the old road, the tried and true road. Then take it. Discover the right route for your souls. Yes, but they said, nothing doing. We aren't going that way. I even provided watchmen for them to warn them to set up the alarm. But the people said, it's a false alarm. It doesn't concern us. And so I am calling in the nations as witnesses. Watch, witnesses, what happens to them. And pay attention, earth. Don't miss these bulletins. I'm visiting catastrophe on these people. The end result of the games they have been playing with me. They have ignored everything that I've said and had nothing but contempt for my teaching. What would I want with incense brought in from Sheba, rare spices from exotic places? Your bond sacrifices in worship give me no pleasure. Your rich religious rituals mean nothing to me. So listen to this. Here is God's verdict on your way of life. Watch out. I am putting roadblocks and barriers on the road you are taking. They will send you sprawling, parents and children, neighbors and friends, and that will be the end of the lot of you. And listen to this verdict from God. Look out, an invasion from the north, a mighty power on the move from a faraway place, armed to the teeth, vicious and pitiless, booming like sea storm and thunder, tramp, 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 riding hard on war horses, in battle formation against you, dear daughter Zion. We have heard the news and we are as limp as wet dish rags. We are paralyzed with fear. Terror has a death creep on our throats. Don't dare go outdoors. Don't leave the house. 
Death is on the pro. Danger everywhere. Dear daughter Zion, dress in black, black in your face with ashes. Weep most bitterly, for as for an only child, the countdown has begun. Six, five, four, three, two, one. The terror is on us. God gave me this task. I have made you the examiner of my people to examine and weigh their lives. They are a thick-headed, hard-nosed bunch, rotting to the core. The lot of them, refining fires, are cranked up to white heat. But the aura stays a lump unchanged. It is useless to keep trying any longer. Nothing can refine evil out of them. Men will give up and call them sly. Thrown on the slack heap by me, dear God. Mm. Thank you very much, everyone. I'll hand over to the affirmation team. God bless you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God forevermore. Glory to God. Thank you so much, esteemed Brother John. Thank you so much, esteemed Stamaka, for this opportunity. I'd like to unmute everyone as we take the confession. It's on the Scream. Thank you, Lord. 
Glory to God forevermore. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka. Please be reminded that it is this um, affirmation we took is on the Telegram group in case you want to take it within the day. God bless you. Over to the meditation team. Praise God. Um, affirmation team, do we have the affirmation that Pastor said we should say again and again? We have it. Praise God. Um, yeah. Please share it on the chat room. We'll go straight into the meditation segment. Thank you, esteemed Pastor Deborah, Brother John, and Pastor Oni. Thank you so much. Um, and today we're going to be looking at an angle of this love of God that is expressed towards us. And the theme for today is tough love. You know, it takes um, toughness to correct somebody that you love. And this is the reason why some parents have raised some of the world's most terrible children, individuals, because their love was not tough enough to correct. Uh, Meditation scripture is taken from Proverbs 3 and verse 11 to 12. We're going to see a side of this love of God that is expressed to us. Can we go to the scripture? Proverbs 3, 11 to 12. My child, we're reading the TPT translation. When the Lord God speaks to you, never take his words lightly. And never be upset when he corrects you. For the father's discipline comes only from his passionate love and pleasure for you. Did you notice it says that discipline comes only, only, the word is only. For the father's discipline comes only from his passionate love and pleasure for you even when it seems like his correction is harsh, it's still better than any father on earth gives to his child. Even when it seems like his correction is harsh, love can be tough, especially in expressing it through correction. But the word of God is coming to you today. And this was Solomon. If you've been listening to the message series on three kinds of wisdom, the name Solomon has come up again and again and again. Yesterday, Pastor was telling us about the kind of love that um, wisdom that God gave to Solomon. And he read Proverbs chapter 4, Proverbs chapter 8 reading to us the words of King Solomon, the advice that King Solomon was given at his time. 
And this is chapter three, and he's telling us about this love. Is Solomon telling us how David raised him? Obviously. Because Pastor explained to us about the adopted son. The heos, the one that was raised for rulership. And you know that if you are going to be raised for rulership, God is going to be committing people, the lives of people, the destinies of people into your trust. So he's going to have to correct you. He's going to have to correct you much more than some people. Have you ever been in a place when he see, where it seems like you are corrected? Such times you don't even see them see it as correction. It seems like the, um, um, that person is more on your matter than anyone else. At that point, you will even think that nothing you do is ever right before that person. Because every opportunity to be on your matter, they are on your matter. It seems like everything you do, there's a correction coming. You, you, you sometimes will see it as an attack. Why is there anything I do? It's not, it's not, it's not just right. Passionate love. God's passionate love. And he says, and pleasure for you. God is not just passionately in love with you. You give him pleasure. So he wants you to be refined. He wants you to be at your best. He wants, he wants to raise you. He wants to train you so that you have the best life and so that you enjoy the best life on earth. So no matter what happens, and you see sometimes and often, this correction of God does not come from God directly. And that's where, that's where the drama is. <laughs> it's not coming from God directly. It's coming from somebody that God has put in your life. It's coming from your boss. It's coming from your employer. It's coming from your parents. It's coming from your cell leader. It's coming from your PCF leader. It's coming from your pastor. Hey, your pastor has given you back to back, back to back, back to back. You have told yourself they will not see me in that church again. Carry yourself and go back again on Sunday. And that's like nothing happened. In fact, go back with a gift for your pastor. Go with a seed. Just when you go, you say, Pastor, I want to sow a seed. What's the seed for? Oh, Pastor, it's a seed of love. Pastor, I just love you. I just want to thank you for who you are to me. Thank you for loving me so much that you can correct me at any point in time. You must walk in love. You must, you must conquer that. <laughs> See, brothers and sisters, if you will conquer this area of your life, if you, would, if you would get to the point where nothing really offends, where nothing really can get you to the point where you take drastic decisions just because somebody offended you or just because somebody did this to you, where you see no offense, <laughs> you see no crime. You have conquered life. Let's go to the affirmation. I love that God corrects me. You are going to be saying it today. And through whomever he chooses to correct you, you will love it. You will love it. Your heart will accept the love correction of God. This tough love. And whomever it's been coming from. And no matter how they do it. And that's why the scripture says, it may look harsh. It may seem harsh. 
It may seem like the way your pastor is correcting you is not the best way. Uh -uh. Can he not even just correct somebody? Um, can he not just be, say it gently? Uh, that's how my pastor called my name from altar. That's how my pastor was correcting me from the altar. The whole church just knew it was me. Mm. Yeah, he, he, that's, he, 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 go, you meditate on this scripture today now. <laughs> hey, go and check it in different translations. The way it is, the way it is. Uh, they called your name from the altar. You still love. You're not going anywhere. You're not leaving that church. You'll be there. And you will love your pastor the most. We'll take the communion and we'll seal this realm of work, of love. It is perfected in you. It is perfected in every one of us. First Corinthians eleven twenty three. For I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you. This do remembrance of, of me. Heavenly Father, we remember that on the cross, the Lord Jesus, having been attacked, persecuted, injured, slapped, done all manner of wicked things by the men of those days who betrayed him, crucified him. On the cross, he said that you should forgive them because they don't know what they are doing. Only love would speak such words. That same love is what you gave us. Because while he was there on the cross, we were there with him. Therefore, we experience such love. Love that loves even the persecute, the one who is persecuting. Love that loves even the enemy. That's the love that we have. And even this day, Lord, our love walk in you and towards all men moves to a whole new level as we break this bread. Just as you saw no offense, you still insisted and ensured that Christ died for all men, all men with the exception of none. So we walk in love towards all men with the exception of none. In the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Break the bread and eat it, brothers and sisters. Your love walk is moving to a whole new level. You have moved in Jesus' name. First Corinthians from verse 25. Is there a reason the, the screen went off? After the same manner also he took the cup when he had stopped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you issue the Lord's death till he comes. Heavenly Father, I thank you. I pray for everyone here gathered, everyone here connected. I pray for that one who's been so hot. Lord, at such times, it's tough. At such times, it can feel so difficult to endure, so difficult to tolerate. But thank you, because we are moving in the depth of our love, in the height of our love, in the length of our love, in the width of our love. Our love has expanded to accommodate everyone and accommodate all matters. And no matter what is done to us, thank you, Father. We take it. We don't see or we don't see offense. We don't get offended. 
in the mighty and matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a new level in our love walk for everyone connected today as we take this cup, as we take this cup, as we take this cup, they would all testify that the new place of love that they are now walking in, oh, it's beyond their expectation. This is a testimony of everyone connected here. Is there someone here who's been struggling to forgive someone? It has happened. Is there someone here who's been struggling in their relationship with their spouse, in their relationship with their boss, in their relationship with that teenage child who seems so stubborn and unyielded? Thank you for unconditional love. More than ever before, they are moved in love. They respond in love. They respond in compassion. Thank you, Lord. Hatred has no place in our path, has no place in our hearts. Love, love, and only love in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Brothers and sisters, take the communion. Take the cup. Praise God. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to give our offering as we send our offerings to our churches even now. It's also a seal of what we have declared this morning and a symbol of our worship, acknowledging that you are God and you have said it, we believe it, and that settles it. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Praise God. Brothers and sisters, you will testify of this new level. And as you break into this realm of love work, you will see that many things that you have prayed about that seemed so long, you see them suddenly happen because love is the perfection of all things. God bless you and have a beautiful day. I hand over to esteemed Pastor Deborah to, to do the celebration segment and to wrap up the meeting. God bless you, everyone. Enjoy your day. Glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Sister Maka. Yes, I'm working in love. I'm taking correction. <laughs> glory to God. Pastor said something in Three Kinds of Wisdom yesterday. He said that you should be grateful you have someone that speaks to you and corrects you. Oh, hallelujah. We are in the celebration segment. If it's your birthday today, the birthday of a loved one, please quickly come to the chat room and tell us about it so we can celebrate with you. If, it, if it's your first time of joining us and inspired by the word, we'd like to welcome you. Please come quickly to the chat room. Tell us your full name, what state or city you are connected from, if you are connected from within Nigeria, if you are con connected from outside Nigeria, it is, please let us know the name of the country and, of course, who invited you. Glory to God. We have some amazing birthdays. Oh, he says, today is my elder sister's birthday. Her name is Emohi. Happy birthday to your sister. And it is the birthday of the dearest Sister Desi Onodja. Happy, happy, happy birthday to you, dear Sister Desi. Happy birthday. I think that's batch four. Right, or batch three accountability. That's batch three. That's batch, batch three for batch three. three. Yeah, a quick announcement. Um, mommy best. Um, many of you know mommy best. She's one of our grandmothers in the house. Mommy best is having a special Thanksgiving in Owerri on on Sunday the twenty second, and she's inviting those inspired by the world members. We have quite a number of you in Owerri. Mommy Bess is inviting inviting you all to a family Thanksgiving. Um, she's there's so much she's celebrating, and um, way when you are there, you would also get information about the Thanksgiving. But 
I spoke to her intense, um, intensely, and it's something worth celebrating. So those of you in Oweri, please join Mommy Best. Can we post the details on the chat room um, announcement team? Thank you. So it's holding at Christ Embassy, opposite NMPC, Mega Filling Station on Icha Road, Oweri, Imo State. And reception follows immediately after the service at her residence. So all the information is there. And please, um, you, you, those of you in Oweri will know the church. So please be there. It's by 8 a.m. on Sunday. And um, please celebrate with her. And when you get home after the Thanksgiving, take pictures. Or when you are in church, take pictures and share with us on the Inspired by the Word Telegram group. Praise God. And Sister Desi. Um, Sister Desi is one person I love so much. And I am so proud of and excited about her life. I want to thank you for walking the word consistently and holding on through this journey. Um, there's so much I can say about Sister Desi, um, but she's a woman of faith. She's a woman who, she sees the future and nothing takes that vision away from her until she becomes that which she has seen. She doesn't rest. Sister Desi, this is the best year of your life yet. And in this new year, you will see wonders you would see wonders. The supernatural is natural with you in this year. If you thought you had seen testimonies before, get ready. It's a spiral back-to-back -back series of testimonies going forward. The word of God is fulfilled in your mouth. As you say, it, it comes to pass. It's a whole new level for you. We love and appreciate you, and we bless you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Praise God. Thank you, Pastor Deborah. Over to you. Glory. Congratulations. Yes, so yesterday was her accountability partner's birthday. Today is her birthday. Congratulations. So Sister Jenny says today is the birthday of Sister jo Joanne. One day she's in the house. Happy, happy birthday, Sister Joanne. We celebrate you. Batch three, they are celebrating you in the chat room. We love you dearly. Please do reach out to the esteemed Sister Glennis. She already posted her details. So you can reach out to her so that we can continue celebrating you further. Um, Sister Glennis, please repost again. I think that's gone. Man to Kabaya. Glory to God. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, thank you for every other person, family members who are celebrating their birthdays, special events, special locations. We thank you, oh God. Yes, because they are blessed indeed. Hallelujah. It's a season of love. And they experience love in such a great and tremendous way. And they are the manifestation of love. Liquid love. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And over our offerings, Father, we thank you. We thank you. Kali Kasufrati, Jujaman, Tequila Bahaya. Yes, good measure. Press down, shaking together and running over. Shall be poured into our laps, oh God, in this day and in this time where you seek to do amazing wonders through the financial propagation of the ministry, through the gospel, the, the, the ministry of the gospel, through finances. Father, we thank you. 
army generals are raised, financial generals are raised. Hallelujah. Thank you, precious Father. Our offerings are a point of contact. Yes, and the Mimshak anointing is working for us in every sphere, in every facet. Lord, we thank you for in Jesus' name. We've prayed. Amen. Amen. So in this house, we give our offerings, but we don't give our offerings as here as inspired by the word is not a church. So send your offerings to your church. It's an offering thanking God for the word that we have received today on a daily basis. That's why we give daily offerings. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Right. Thank you so much, esteemed Stamaka. We'll share the grace in fellowship right now. Finally, unmute your mics. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ.